Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This actual play uses the They Came From Beyond rules by Onyx Path Publishing. This actual play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. While we try very hard to stick to themes for all ages, listeners should know that this podcast may include various hijinks, mature language, and possible show rewrites. All content, including names, places, events, companies, and etc., which may or bear resemblance to entities living or dead, is strictly coincidental. And now, on with the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I'm Miranda, and tonight I will be directing the third and final installment of the made-for-TV movie, They Came From Beneath the Sea, from Onyx Path Publishing. As always, at the top of the show, I'd like to thank our listeners and Patreon supporters, as well as Onyx Path, for partnering with us for this series. I'm glad that our cast has leaned into the low-budget B-movie director's cut of this film. And speaking of cast, our film is starring... John in the role of a lifetime as Scott Kennedy, small-town police officer fresh out of the academy and uh, dealing with a 25-foot eye that seems to love his little townsperson that he tries to protect. I guess starring... Martin, playing Edward Stein. Poor old Edward doesn't know what's about to hit him, I think. Thought he was a biology teacher and... uh, Who knows where this will take him. Featuring... A very exasperated Rena, playing Blake Masterson, the journalist out for a hot story, which might be more literal than most, considering all the electrical vibes going on around here. With special appearance by... Nate, who's playing Terry Bruce, has never been closer to avenging his dear, beloved, murdered wife, Dottie. Butterflies in my stomach, as I consider... Finally, my quest is nearly at an end. Uh, We pick up in part three after a hard cut away from our characters and the actors playing our characters, arguing about which version of the script is the correct one to them all standing outside of the power plant. Stein with his atomic generator in hand, Deputy Kennedy with his own mysterious device. You're currently a ways away from the power plant on the road. Ahead of you is a a large looming building. There's two silos that rise up from it. Oddly, there's a a tall barbed wire fence around the perimeter and a guard's gate out front. One of those swinging arms. So I want to use my trope here that I've been here before. So as we drive up, just looking at the place going, yep, looks about the same. You know, I did a story out here a few months ago. Y'all remember when that uh, security guard mysteriously turned up murdered? And they said it, they said it was a cover-up for something bigger going on. Yeah, I managed to bribe the guy at the, the front there, nodding towards the security guard's gate, and sneak in, have a look around. I know this place pretty well. Oh, what were they hiding? So many things, Scott. So many things. You don't want to know where your electricity comes from. That's all I'm going to say. Yep, so uh, Rena slash Blake will gain a plus one enhancement to all actions taken while at the power plant. Uh, An enhancement means that if you pass the check, you automatically get one extra success. Just do finger guns and a wink at the camera. 
Yeah. So you find yourselves a short distance away, the power plant on a painted screen in the background. Yeah, we're very clearly on a soundstage. Okay, so Scott, you gonna get us in with your police badge or do I need to go sweet talk someone? Well, look, I mean, it's an emergency and they've got to respect law enforcement. We are the ones dealing with this. Uh, you are all, well, I can't deputize you guys. I, that's not power I have as a deputy myself. However, I would if I could. You're all doing great. And uh, he's going to walk up to the, the entry gate and I'm going to use my trademark badge and gun. Okay. You see in front of you uh, two security guards sidestep out of the hut. Deputy Kennedy, what can we do for you? Oh, I'm going to need you all to let me and my friends into the, into the plant. You know we can't do that, Deputy Kennedy. It's too dangerous in here. Because I don't like to do this. I like to try and just do things simple, but... I got this badge and I got this gun. I'm going to issue you a command for using my emergency police powers because that's something I have. So go ahead and roll me a command and presence check. And my trademark gives me plus two. Yep, correct. All right. Well, I'm, I'm seeing four successes. Fantastic. They kind of whisper to one another. One of them will sidestep back into the box pick up a phone, talk on it briefly, set it down, sidestep back out, open the gate for you. We wouldn't want to stand in the way of the law, Deputy Kennedy. That's right. I'm, I'm sure you boys are both good law-abiding citizens. I, uh, look, I'm going to keep, keep an eye out for uh, a literal 25-foot wide, well, round eye. Um, eats electricity. Just, if you don't know about it, you know about it now. They both look at each other and then look back at you. Do I get the vibe? These guys actually know what I'm talking about or, <laughs> or they think I'm crazy for talking about a 25 foot eye. Why don't you roll me a, if you want to, you could do a uh, culture and intellect. Yeah, it's all threes. <laughs> Literally four threes. So yeah, no idea. Can I roll for that as well? Because I got three successes. Because I've been wondering if this power plant is in on the entire thing in some way. How could they not know? There's actually a very good chance that they don't. That they do know, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if this thing is attracted to electricity, how could they work here and not have seen this thing? And if they've seen it, why wouldn't they raise an alarm of some kind? Yeah, and this will be a this will be an opposed check. How many successes did you get? I got three. Ten and a nine. Out of my pool. You can't really uh, pick out anything uh, from them about whether they're lying to you or not. It's, it's, it's hard to tell. They seem to be doing a lot of looking at each other, but uh, who knows? They're kind of weird. Maybe they're twins and have some kind of weird twin thing going on. As they scuttle to the side out of your way. See them scuttle like that? Scuttle to the side like crabs? Did all of you see that scuttling right there? I swear they scuttled. When that guy was using the phone, did I see his hands? Did he have giant claws? And no, it looked like a human hand. Hmm. I have a question, Miranda. Can I put 
try to put clues together here with looking at these guys and just how they're reacting in the scuttling and the crab claw with the badge that we found earlier and everything. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and if you want to roll probably an, an enigmas and intellect, you certainly can. It will once again be opposed. Yeah, and I, I want to um, use one of my trademarks, which is just going to lean in and say, you're hearing it here first, folks, and nod towards the guys. Okay, so you can get two extra dice. Four. No, wait, five. One of them's a ten. Oh, good, 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 good. Okay, because it was close there. There is something strange. As you look closer at these two guards, it almost seems like there is a seam that runs down the center of their their face and those aren't those aren't hands at all those are little long claw like fingers that you couldn't tell because it looks like there's there's lines down the claws that make it look like hands like fingers boys we got crabs not again we gotta go I uh I, 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 I've seen some of these before I think what in my backstory we must compare encounters with the unknown sometime, Eddie, using one of my quips. Who's driving? What are we driving? How did we get there? Did we walk? We're just here. We just appeared on foot. Okay. The scene started and you were here. Also, I, I, Miranda, I would like to point out that the guard shack that they have is clearly made of flimsy MDF. It was really, it was thrown up recently. Just, yeah. We don't have time for this. And I walk, I walk in. <laughs> All right. He's like, say, fellas, we'll see you on the way out. Maybe we'll go out for dinner later. If you come into town, go to the rusty sardine. I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling Chinese personally. Maybe some crab rangoon. Walk past. I uh, know. Crab claws are one of my favorite things to eat. <laughs> Problem is, you can never get enough meat out of the damn legs. Yeah, cracking away there, and uh, all you end up with is a tiny little amount of meat. Tastes lovely, but... Uh, Ain't much of it. They look horrified as you walk past. Get on in there. Let's go check out this creepy power plant that's not run by crustaceans. A creepy power plant that Blake has been to before. You also have an ID badge, which will help you get around. You can easily find entrance. What is your method of entrance? How do you plan on navigating around? Well, I'm going to go in the front door. I, uh, I'm like, look, if nothing else, I can act as a distraction. I, I wouldn't even know what I'm looking for in here, but I, uh, you know, I can try and be a thing they have to focus on so that they don't look for you guys. If one of you would come with me, I'd appreciate it. I'd rather not be in tight spot on my own. I think we're going to do okay. I mean, we've got a 25-foot wide eye and, uh, some fairly tiny corridors, so I think as long as we stay within the building, we're probably safe. But what about the crab people? Yeah, see, that was what I was, I was worrying about, Eddie. Uh, the crab people. Well, uh, I guess um, we should have bought some lemons with us. Crab and lemon? No? Um, so if you're in general going to be kind of sneaking around or at least laying low, I'm going to have some larceny checks. Um, so what I'm going to have you guys do is pull up your larceny and dexterity. And let me know how many dice are in your dice pool for larceny and dexterity. Six. Three. 
Uh, Nate, how many is in your larceny and dexterity? Three. And John? Uh, as I said, I'm walking in there. I've got one. One. Perfect. Okay. So essentially the final roll is going to be on Rita, but I'm going to have you roll from lowest to highest. And those of you that fail... Uh, will just increase the difficulty for Rena on their roll. So, John, uh, you will be up first. I got a success. I got an eight. So you will uh, you pass, and so it won't make Rena won't make it any more difficult for Rena, who is the the final roll. Go ahead, then uh, Martin. Don't fuck it up, guys. I fucked it up. That's fine. Um, the group can still pass. Uh, Rena will just now need two successes in order to pass. Uh, we'll have Nate roll. I got two successes. Okay. So then that means that Rena will just need two successes on their roll in order to successfully Larson. Okay. Ten, nine, nine, four successes on seven days. Yeah. So you are, as a group, able to successfully slink around this building as you want. Uh, you do, as you kind of go up and down corridors, it's really just one corridor and you're sneaking back and forth in it uh, with different lighting and with the camera at various different angles. Occasionally they will have a uh, worker in some sort of lab coat walk crossways and you'll have to duck behind something to hide. Uh, but they, they don't successfully find you. So we have a long sneaking scene. <laughs> of you guys through different corridors and hallways. Um, when you see, you you finally come, the camera stops, this montage music stops, and there is like a flashing light at the end of a long hallway. You can't quite make out what's down there, but it would seem as if it opens up into a large room. Also, every person that you have uh, encountered and hidden from is sidestepping when they walk. They, they only move side to side. And we're not sure if it's part of the weird set design or if because they're crab people. Oh no, they're definitely crab people. Look, all we know is that the eye loves one of us. Mm. You've got a romance subplot, Martin. You should use it as best you can. Speaking of which, that spot on your arm has really been itching. Oh, yeah. Imagine it would. Does it look like it's just a big spot? No, you actually, when you go to check on it because it's been itching, it pops open and w- blinks at you. Oh shit, I got an eye in my arm. I'm turning into one of them. God, I got, I got, I got, I got, I must have something on me here. Yeah, he, uh, grabs a test tube out of his uh, jacket pocket. There's a lot in this pocket. You haven't noticed it before, but, uh, and he's going to sprinkle some. Uh, blue, salty-looking substance into into the eye. What is this? Blue? Is it anything in particular? Copper sulfate was what I was going for. Yeah, it burns, and I think I think it's going to cause our scientists to take a point of damage. It, it hurts. It's, it's like my own eye. I, I, shit! I wonder if it can see. Oh, and he's going to grab, um, just uh, tear off a bit of hanky and and tie it around the eye so it can't see anything. Wait, wait, before Blake, or Eddie, but Stein, whatever, close your eyes and hold that eye up. Can you see through it? Um, oh, wow, yeah. Um, 
and you're, at this point, you're not sure whether it's glue talking or, or, or Eddie or, or Martin or it could be anything. I can see some patterns. It's all uh, it's like scintillating spots and rainbows and shit. Doesn't really narrow it down. Do you think you're seeing through the eye or is that just your normal, what you see in your mind's uh Well, that's a bad, I don't want to say mind's eye to confuse the point, but in your imagination. I don't know. It, it seems mighty realistic. You hear an elect- an, uh, a mechanical whirring coming from the end of, of the hall. The building shakes slightly. And Tara, you hear a familiar scream. Is that Scott screaming again? Scott, what's wrong? Wait, that's not Scott. What was that scream? Someone probably just got ripped away by the electricity tentacle monster with 25 feet. Oh, I know that scream. And I start, I just sprint full out towards wherever that scream came from. Yeah. You burst out into this large room at the center of the power plant. You find in front of you a platform, a large round platform in the center of the room. There are a number of scientists that look like people, but they only walk sideways. Uh, You also see on the platform the mayor and his wife also walking sideways. And in a glass tube next to them is your wife, Dottie. Blake is slowly taking pictures. Mr. Bruce, that's the lady from the photo above the door in 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 your restaurant. Damn it, Scott, I know! The mechanical sound is the roof of the uh, of the power plant opening up it's sliding sideways as this large scientific looking device with all of these like tubes and cylinders and it's lighting up it almost looks ray like uh points up towards the ceiling that is sliding open rain begins to pour in Look, folks, I don't know what they're up to, but uh, as I did establish earlier, I do love crab claws and whatever I can eat, I can kill. If I didn't believe my own eyes, I wouldn't be seeing this. <laughs> We're all just, everyone just says they're trailer lines. I pull out the hammer, which is actually a, a, a mallet. It's my signature rusty sardine crab smashing mallet that I used prep. And I... Shout, I hope I didn't ruin your little fondue club reunion, but get off my, and I'd like to use my trademark, get off my land, but refer to that as my wife as I rush down there. Well, it's 1955, so she is your property. That's that's how I was thinking. Um, and, and I will run right towards the test tube with the mallet, and if I, as far as I can get, to, my, my aim is to smash it open. I am going to say that uh, because of the distance, it's going to require an extra, extra, some extra numbers of successes in order for you to be able to get there and smash it at the same time. Because you're running through uh, enemies, they will have an attack of opportunity that you may also have to buy off. So we'll call it um, one for the smash, one for the run, two for the run, one for the smash. One for the attack of opportunity. So you'll need a total of four successes. And this will be a 
Athletics might. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then I've said my quip at least twice. How long? How many times have I said the word fondue? Twice. At least twice. Yeah. So I'm going to use that. Shoot. Oh, how many successes? Oh, three, four, five, six. Six. Okay, yeah. So you are able to buy off the run. You can, with your successes, you can buy off the smash. You can buy off uh, an attack of opportunity. Uh, that was four, I believe I said. So you do have two extra successes if you wanted to do something with those. I would imagine you would just channel those into hitting this. I think there's, yeah, single focus on that. Nothing else other than getting Dottie out of that tube. Yeah, and with your signature crab hammer... Uh, of which the, the really this glass is truly only weakness is a uh, crab hammer. You are able to yes to mash it open. It shatters around Dottie, and it's then that you, uh, looking Dottie over, notice a she's wearing the same thing as when she disappeared in that scene. She only has one shoe on, and she is covered in eyeballs. I know. Oh, Dottie, I kept the shoe. I got your shoe. Oh, sweetie. Oh my god! Oh my god! We'll figure. Th- we'll fix this. We'll figure this out. We'll f- and I'm dragging her out and probably towards somewhere. And Dottie is screaming as she points up to the now open roof, and you see the eyeball tentacles wrapping into the opening in the ceiling of this building. And we'll go ahead and roll initiative again. No successes. <laughs> Two successes, which isn't bad for two dice. I also have two successes. I had six dice and I rolled three, four, five successes. So we will go then in order. Nate, John, Martin, me and all the bad guys, and then Rena. For the action-packed finale of thinking from the Iron Storm. Rain is pouring in lightning. The lights are flickering. Uh, there's a little number of control panels with buttons that are just lights lighting up and off. Uh, and and the, the eyes, the eye begins to reach into the power plant. Uh, the crab people are all looking up and scattering, and one of them is grabbing this thing in the middle of the in the middle of the room. I'm gonna try and get Dottie out. So if if that's the path, I'm going to probably retrace back towards the doorway we got in. And if that's not available, I'm going to run along the walkway with her. However, you know, if, she's, if she needs to be carried, I'll carry her. Or otherwise, I'm just moving along with her and trying to get her out of, out of harm's way. Why don't you roll another athletics and dexterity? And uh, there will be some increased difficulty to buy off. I mean, Dottie only has one shoe, um, so that's going to slow you down. And there's also a number of uh, crab people. So I will say that uh, two successes will get you part of the way there. But if you have three successes, then you won't get any attacks from crab scientists. And eights are eights are a success in this, right? Yep. Then I've got two successes. Okay, so you are moving with Dottie towards the door, but you are, you, your focus is primarily on her. And so you don't quite see the uh, crab person that is coming after you. And as 
you kind of look over or over, you see this person that looks fairly human-like. Their face opens up sideways, a sideways smile into these crab-like mandibles. And it is, its hands appear more and more crab-like as uh, by the second. And it's going to try to grab you with uh, one of its claws and give you a good pinch. So it has three successes. So that will be three damage. You can either shrug it off as it bludgeons you with this, this crab claw. Uh, you can either shrug it off or you can take it. And if I take it, then that fills up my just a flesh wound and I get plus one to my archetype die. I'm going to take it because this is the first damage I've taken. So it's useful. So you take it and then it will be John's turn next. I turn to the two beside me and I'm like, guess good thing I played a little ball. I take out the baton and I'm just running towards Terry to try and help him. Uh, Just close combating like like a police officer getting into a riot. Just beating crabs on my way. I am not making speed. I am breaking up a path is my main focus. Now I played a little ball as one of your trademarks, correct? It is, yes. Um, So I'll get plus two. Yep, so this will be a close combat and might and you will get a plus two from your trademark. Plus I get one for just a flesh wound because it close combat is an archetype skill for me. So I get a plus one. I got four successes, Miranda. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so there's uh, one to hit and that'll do one damage. Uh, would you like to use any stunts or would you like to sink those extra hits into um, increasing damage? Yeah, you know, I'm just going to sink it all into extra damage, just laying out with the with the billy club. Okay. That does quite a number on him as you see some little bits of shell break off. Uh, but he is he's still he's still kicking. Uh, I suppose it is my turn now. So we have the mayor, his wife, three scientist crabs and the eye of the storm. And that one scientist crab that you just hit, John, is going to uh, fight back against you. Makes sense that he'd try. He's going to roll a might and close combat. Eight successes for the crab person. Would you like to shrug it off or take it? Take it. Okay. So you will fill up the next line on your sheet, which is that'll leave a scar. And you will now gain plus two to your archetype dice. Uh, another scientist is going to go after Terry Bruce. See, is stealing away their prisoner. Uh, that is five successes. Terry Bruce, did you want to shrug it off or take it? And remind me what shrug it off entails. Yeah, so if you shrug it off, you will roll stamina and then reduce the successes by uh, reduce the damage by the number of successes that you roll. I'm going to roll stamina. Just stamina or stamina something else? Just stamina. Okay, I've got four in that. Hey, three. Okay, so that will reduce it down to one damage then. Okay. All right. Uh, A scientist is going to go after Blake. How dare. Four, five successes. I can roll really good too, guys. 
If, if I shrug it off, can I also use one of my tropes that gives me an extra die on defensive actions, or is this a different thing? This is a different thing. Are you doing, are you talking about hand-to-hand training? Uh, no, keep your hands off me, which, which is uh, a way to move away or, or push off someone who's trying to... Okay, yes. So yes, I, in that case, then I think if you want to shrug it off, you can use the extra die. Okay, so I'll use that. So that's three. So I've got two in stamina. So I'm going to be taking damage anyway. Otherwise, on your turn, you can um, select to defend, uh, which is like you hunker down somewhere, take some sort of defensive stance, and then the next time you're attacked, it'll be more difficult for that person. Only one success. So that's still, what, four? Yep. So you fill up three, the whole line, plus the one from the next line. So that gives me one more... That gives me a plus one to my archetype stuff? Yep. Okay. The mayor and his wife are trying to work this device that they have rigged up on the platform. You see them aim it up at the eye that's in the sky. They shoot the eye with it. The eye doesn't seem to be harmed, but it is very irritated. It's almost like there's this light lighting up around the eye and the eye seems to be having trouble moving. It is, it's, it's, it's being restrained in some way. You hear it in your mind, Edward. Edward, my love, help me. Help me, Edward. You can't let them do this to me. I thought you were in league with the crab people. I've never seen these crab people before in my life, Edward. I don't believe you. And the, uh, the, the eye is going to try to channel energy, all of this energy that it's been eating, and sh- force it back down into this laser that the crab people are shooting at it. And the laser shorts out. You see this like bolt of electricity that's like obviously fake uh, special effects go from the eye down to the laser and the laser starts to spark and sputter and the eyes really pissed off now. And then we'll go to Rena. So can I try and use the flash on my camera to blind the scientist who's attacking me? Sure. What, what would that be? <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to call it uh, technology cunning or survival cunning. It's eyes that used to be on a human-like face have actually separated and extended out in stalks on the sides of its head like a crab. So that has AR with it. Does that... It, so that's an archetype thing, so I get a plus one, right? Yep. Okay. Three successes. Uh, you snap it and ah, blind, blind its little crab eyes. Um, do I have any additional successes or did I need three? I'm going to say if you would like, you can, um, like one to blind it will cause it like one difficulty on its next roll. You could sink the others into more difficulty for it against you on its next roll, or you can use it for a stun of some sort. (laughs) I I think I'll sink that into cunning strike (laughs) where I can blind it and then move away. So that, so that it can't just right up attack me. Yeah. So no attack of opportunity on you, crab man. Yep, so you uh, retreat uh, up to 10 feet away after blinding it. And then it will be back up to Nate's turn. Dottie screaming and pointing at the eye and... 
also then suddenly becomes quiet and looks down at all the eyes covering her body. Daddy, 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 don't don't worry about that right now. You're safe for a moment. You're safe for a moment. But I think I think I gotta go get back in there so that we can be safe for longer than just this moment. Are you gonna be all right? You gonna be all right, darling? Just for a second. Uh, Dottie nods because Dottie doesn't have any lines in this movie. And I lean in in a 1950s just romantic. What is a 1950s romantic kiss? Oh, yeah. So it would be like the whole like totally in the grab and the there's the second and then it's just like in and the leg goes up, but it's probably Terry's. And then I realize myself and I put her down and I rush down. I would like to. So I think after this little interaction that the whole, oh, these two things are aligned, now it's starting to, starting to fall apart. And I'm looking at the mayor and I'm looking at the mayor's wife, who I never really liked either. I'm thinking back to the great price wars of last year when the potato prices went up by 20%. And instead of trying to negotiate my potato prices down, I just told two of those potato distributors about my plans to order and I let them fight it out. And then I came out really great on that because they negotiated themselves down. And all of a sudden I was, I was paying the least amount for potatoes of anyone in North Barry. I, and that my chowder and my fries were flying. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm going to run down and I'm going to try and uh, mess up this, this technology thing that they've got going. I'm thinking about uh, Scott's uh, story about this death ray and the mayor and maybe this is what it is but what I'd like is I'd like to use my there I fixed it survivor technology to definitely unfix it and just destroy that in some way that's my intent uh, I say go for it I think that's going to be a new technology technology and might yeah I guess I would ex- I would ex- I would accept technology cunning too because you are unfixing very specifically. And then I would like to use my bonus. These survive past scenes, right? Or acts. I'd like to use my bonus for um, the, this takes the caviar quips. If they survived across acts. If they haven't, then I don't have them. Um, you already had, you already rolled your two extra die for it. Though so you could say a line. I've seen some aquatic nightmares in my day, but this takes the caviar and I'm looking straight at that split mouth. With the with the with the crab face, I mean that's that's disgusting. I got one success out of all of that. Well, uh, this is not a particularly difficult task, though the mayor and his wife are there, so you can buy off the smashing, but uh, you'll get an attack from uh, the mayor. From that is the trade that I was expecting. Uh, that is four successes. Would you like to shrug it off or take it? That puts me into an interesting last-ditch effort, so I'm going to take it. Okay. Then I'm going to wave my hand around at the giant eye, and I say, There! There! Take, finish him! Help us! I helped you! Help us! So are you filling up, uh, have you filled up just a flesh wound and that'll leave a scar and last-ditch effort, or are you on last-ditch effort? I, that four fills up that'll leave a scar and now I'm on last ditch effort. Okay, so you don't get the bonus for last ditch effort until, you know, you have. Got it. Uh, on your next action then, um, if you want to try to reason with the eye, you can. The eye will likely be a little bit more friendly towards you since you have stopped this 
machine from trapping the crab, and it will be John's turn. Yeah, I'm going to uh, keep beating on this goddamn crab scientist. I'm going to say, don't make me open a container of fisticuffs on you, sir. And <laughs> which is another quip. And just keep beating at it with the bow, with the nightstick. Hey, okay, go for it. Okie dokie. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Five successes. Do you want to uh, hit one and dump the rest into damage? Or do you want to do a combat stunt? You will kill it with five successes. Yeah. And like, look, let's just lay into it. Just this crab scientist is not going to cause any more crustacean catastrophes. Yep. You're bashing this crab. It's bits of of carapace. Is it a carapace mm-hmm. on a crab? Yeah, it's, it's uh, crab it's, carapace. Bits of carapace are, are breaking off and crab meat is falling out as you bludgeon this crab person to death. On to Martin. Poor old Eddie's not quite sure what's going on. He's not sure whether to go for the crab or the eyes or... Oh, uh, oh, damn it. Uh, 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 he looks at his arm and remembers uh, Betty and thinks, It ain't natural. This thing ain't natural. And um, he pulls a recorder out of his jacket pocket, which is infeasibly good at carrying objects. It's, you can't imagine how he's got everything in there so far. And, and he twists the bottom of this recorder and this is actually his um, portable atomic energy device. And uh, I'd like to use my atomic power trope and uh, generate uh, some sort of power beam thing from this crusty old school recorder into this uh, into this eye. Uh, yeah, why don't you roll me a uh, technology and uh, intellect or cunning? Uh, I will... Grab technology and intellect, and on the trope thingy, it says you have a single item that is nuclear powered. When used in combat, it has the deadly tag. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me how your recorder is causing damage, but mm-hmm. uh, there's an energy beam that comes out of the top. Also, for clarity, do you mean the instrument? Yes. Okay, just wanted to clarify that. What did you roll, Martin? I rolled two nines and a ten. Oh, fantastic. Edward, I love it, but it hurts me. It both feeds me and hurts me, Edward, much like our love. How could you do this to me? You always treat me this way. What do you mean I always treat you this way? You are my wife, Helena, aren't you? Don't, you can't deny me, Edward. Uh, So the eye looks both invigorated, it's kind of glowing, but also slightly hurt from this deadly beam that you have shot at her. Um, Also... She's a very strong eye, and because she's absorbing a lot of it, she'll actually only take the one damage from the And now it is it's her turn, Edward. I love this tragedy that's evolving. <laughs> she's very upset with you, Edward. A tendril tentacle comes down. It will wrap around you, and you can feel the energy from your body begin to drain, Martin and you will be taking four damage. Would you like to shrug it off or take it? He'll take it, but under protest. Oh, I, they, they, I thought it was the lawyers that were gonna drain the life out of me. The eye heals back up one point. Uh, so then you will mark off, uh, because you're taking it, you just mark off a whole line, whatever is. 
So that would be the last two circles on the thing or a whole fresh new line? Nope, just the last two on that line. You fill up whatever line you want. There are also still some crab people, the one that is fighting off Terry Bruce for just one damage against Terry Bruce. Against me? I'm going to shrug that off. Okay. It's a roll stamina. And I imagine since Terry is up there, this is actually the mayor that is now attacking him. Um, And the mayor's wife will go after Terry as well. The mayor's wife is pissed and she had six successes. Would you like to shrug that off or take it as well? Yeah, I'm shrugging it off. I roll really well, so I get three successes. <laughs> so that that fills up a whole line for you, doesn't it? It reduces it by three. One, two. Oh, that, that takes me all the way. To last ditch effort is pull, or don't forget well, me is I have also one. Pull. I have one circle in last ditch effort. Yep, so you're, you're actually on... Uh, don't forget me has filled your character. You have one less gasp left in you. You get one more action. Is there something, something we can do? Is there cinematic we can do? Some way I can prevent my death? We, we've got loads of cinematics. Did any of us bring any onions? I think we could do a deleted scene and then we can just like, <laughs> the mayor and his wife are dead and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, so I'm in my death scene. Okay, yep, it'll be on your next turn. And then uh, one more is going to attack uh, Scott Kennedy because Rena, aka Blast Blake Masterson, has removed themselves by 10 feet. Uh, that is three successes. Do you want to shrug it off or take it? Uh, I'm going to shrug it off. All right. I shrug off one point of that. Okay. So you'll take two. Cool. That's two points of circles in uh, last ditch effort, huh? Yep. Blake. The one, the other one that you got in the eye is still going to come after you, but they have some extra difficulties to actually hit you, um, and your distance away, so they may not make it to you. Um, so they barely buy off the difficulties. They have two successes in addition to that, though. Do you want to shrug off the two or take the two? Shrug it off. Okay, so that's two successes because I rolled a ten. Yep. So no, you don't take any damage then. It's because I'm hungover and also been drinking, so I just sort of dodge out of the way unintentionally because I'm a bit tipsy. It will now be Rena's turn. Okay, can I activate Cheap Set so that this crab scientist crashes through the floor? You sure can, yes. Uh, For some reason, they put you on this elevated uh, set, and the crab scientist that has come for you... The, the floor wasn't quite bolstered underneath there and it breaks and this crab scientist falls through. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what I'm doing this cheap set. And uh, you're not sure if it's Blake or Rena at this point because they're so just over it and intoxicated. Like, yeah, take that, you stupid stuck crab. That's what happens when you work on these stupid projects just sort of swaying a little bit. So that eliminates another crab scientist. Then <laughs> we're up to Nate's turn. Nate's, don't forget me, whatever your last action is, plus three to the dice pool. I think you had something in mind last time. Uh, plus three and a seven is your target number. Well, can I do what Scott said? What, what John said? What did John say? Deleted scene. Once per story, player with this cinematic can declare a deleted scene. Allows the character to replay or add on to a scene that has already happened. In order to introduce a new element, set up a future advantage, provide enhancements to an action. 
could we do a, could I do, I don't know if the mechanic works like this. Could we do a deleted scene where, who was it that did all that damage to me? It was the mayor, right? Mm -hmm. Where the mayor, you know, came over and did all that damage. But this time in the scene, Terry uh, dodges very nimbly away, maybe ducks. And the mayor's crab hand instead in a ironic and sweet, sweet turnabout takes out his own wife's crab face and I stand up and look down and look back up at the mayor who's just killed his own wife. How do you like it, punk? And push him back into that test tube. For the cost of three rewrite rights, I will allow that because that will complete half of your rewrite. And I believe that'll put you back down to last ditch effort, correct? Yes, yes, it will. Yeah, I have two ticks and last ditch effort for damage. Yep. Now the the using the rewrite does not consume your action. You still have an action. Well then I I think I wanna I wanna attack the mayor then who's standing in front of me with the hammer. And just try and open him up and dip him in butter. I'll give you a plus two enhancement because crabs are weak to small hammers. So Two, and then what is this? Close combat might? Yep. I rolled a two tens and a nine. Oh, okay. So five. Mm-hmm. The mayor and his wife are now wounded. Can I spend one of those extra combats and knock down trip and knock the uh, mayor off the catwalk that we're on? Are we running like a... Yep, you're up on a platform, but you're kind of to one side. Yeah, you can do that. We'll say that will... Uh eliminate him as a threat for now. Sayonara, kidnapper. And I've really, I'm completely fixed now having seen Dottie in this test tube. It was the crab people kidnapped and I'm not, that's all I know and all I care about. Uh, John? Uh, how many crabs are left? There is uh, the wife who's injured up with uh, Terry and then the one that you are fighting and then there's also the eye. I thought I killed the guy I was fighting. There's another guy that because there's oh. like there's multiples down there because Terry was fighting one. Yeah, I was fighting. Okay. Yep. So there's still one down there. Um, yeah, seeing Terry's in pretty bad shape, and I think he's a pretty cool dude. Scott's gonna be like, "I'm coming, Mr. Bruce," and he's gonna run up to try and tackle that uh, mayoress who, for honest, no one in town has ever liked. She aggressively pursues her husband's policies and, if we're being honest, is a petty tyrant. Yeah, go ahead and roll for me. All right, so we have four successes. Okay, yep. Uh, you are able to get up. You can buy off the one that you were fighting, attacking you, and get up there. And if you would like to do, it would be three damage then to Mrs. Wifecrab. Yeah. She's still hanging on a little bit, but uh, she's pretty wounded. She's lost many pieces of carapace. Uh, Martin's turn. So, um, poor old Eddie's not uh, not doing too well here. And he tries to imagine a, a slightly different future. And he says, uh, Hey, um, uh, Helena, if that is you, I've got a... Um, i got a really good idea. I mean, you can you can talk to people with your mind, and uh, I mean, you, I, I can hear you, but you I don't seem to have a mouth that's fucking ugly anyway um but um i was thinking 
if you could avoid killing me, I've got an excellent business proposition for you. We could, um, we could go into marketing and advertising. Imagine not being able to shut off the radio, but still hearing the ads. It, it, we'll, we'll, we'll make a killing. There, there wouldn't be a, an advertising executive that wouldn't pay us millions for an opportunity like that. Let's call that a... I, I feel like that's persuasion and manipulation, cunning. He's not very persuasive, unfortunately, but hey, we'll go with it. Ah, fail. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that will gain you uh, another rewrite, but unfortunately, uh, she's not buying what you're selling, Eddie. You're just trying to get away from me again, Eddie. You're just trying to get rid of me. All of these promises that you make. We can, um, we can make you a giant ice stand. You can, you can rest on it in the evening. No longer. You just want to profit off of me, Eddie. When are you going to make me into an honest woman? We can, we can profit together. You'll no longer have to float inconceivably without any form of suspense in the air. You can rest. She will start to further drain the essence from you. Essence of Eddie. Honestly, with the way Eddie treats her, you really can't blame her for this. Oh, not at all. Uh, so that'll be five successes. Would you like to shrug it off or take it, Eddie? Uh, I think he's going to take it. He's just failed to persuade her that, uh, yeah, he's, he's not feeling good. So you'll fill in the remainder of a line. And then are you, what is filled up for you then? Uh, so I filled, that'll leave a scar. I'm where. So that is my turn. And then uh, we also have one scientist down below who Scott Kennedy has run away from. I believe that Blake Masterson is still the only one down there, so the scientist crab person is going to go after Blake. How dare. How dare, indeed. One, two, three, four, five. Ouch. Okay, so I'm going to try and shrug it off. Two nines. Okay, so that will release it, re- reduce it by two hits, and so you'll take, still take three damage. Okay. So I filled up, that'll leave a scar, and I have one in on last digit uh, effort. Okay. And then there is still the wife crab up to attack Scott Kennedy, who is uh, closest to combat with him. Uh, six damage. I, I believe I'm going to try and uh, mitigate as much of that as humanly possible. Okay. Technically taking it would t- mitigate ha- uh, half of it, because you would only, or you would just fill up a line or the remainder of a line. It would actually mitigate more than half of it, because I just get one fill out last ditch effort. Yep. Let's do it. Let's just take the hit, because I'm not going to be able to... Let's not even bother rolling. Yeah, so you, you take it, and it fills up the rest of last ditch effort for you. Yep. So now you have the bonuses of last ditch effort, and I believe that is my turn, and it's down to Rena. So, <laughs> what I want to do, or rather what Blake slash Rena wants to do, because they're just... They're done. Is pour the the remainder of their flask of booze over the crab person. They're hungry. Set it on fire with their cigarette lighter. Oh, okay. I like that. Uh, I'm going to call that probably a survival cunning. Okay. So uh, I get two extra dice in that. That's going to smell delicious. One, two, three, four, five. Five successes? Yes. No, oh, that thing is crispy, crispy critter. Anyone bring a lemon? It begins running around, claws flailing about. It's running side to side, though. Time for a crab bake, y'all. 
it trips slightly on the hole that's in the floor. Uh, and we'll jump up to Nate. I think it's time. I want to actually uh, shout up. I don't have a brain, a romantic, emotional brain-to-brain connection with the floating eye, so I'm going to use pedestrian mouth to make sounds at it. Eye creature, eye! Hey, down here. They're waving. It looks at you. Look, crabs are wiped out. Whatever they're trying to do to you, it's done. I don't think we need to fight anymore. I think you go on your way and we go on our way and everything's great. Just don't kill any more teenagers and I think we're great. What do you say? Great eye in the sky. Is there any mechanic for assisting? <laughs> um, not uh, that I can think of off the top of my head, but okay. there are some things that I know that Terry Bruce can do. For one, Terry is a jack of all trades. So Terry can use that trademark on anything. I also have honesty, the best policy, which I've learned that people respond, people and it's it scratched out. It says people and giant eyes respond best when you just lay it all out, even if they don't want to hear it. Gain plus one enhancement to shifting attitudes in a social situation if you tell the complete truth. Okay, so that'll be a plus one enhancement. So it means if you pass, if you have a success, you'll get a, essentially an automatic success. Uh, you have jack of all trades if you wanted to add two dice to your dice pool. It is going to be a persuasion, and I'll call it a cunning persuasion for this. Also, there is another rule that we haven't discussed yet. And that is that every different character archetype has a nemesis. And the nemesis of the everyman is the primordial type of monster. So uh, Terry Bruce in particular gets one extra die on all mental based rolls made against primordials. Are you trying to say that this giant floating 25 foot eyeball in the sky is a primordial monster? Yes. And that that is your nemesis. Shocker. So what is it? That's two. I think it's just plus three. And then what am I actually rolling? Uh, it's persuasion and cunning. Persuasion is an archetype. So then I think I get plus two to that as well. Mm-hmm. Are you on last? You don't have last to shepherd full yet, do you? No, um, I've no, it's not full. Okay. So you just get the plus two for your archetype. Mm, how many rewrites do we have? Four, one, two, what's the three? We've already used deleted scene. Can I use uh, two of our rewrites to make that an even 10 dice? Seems like everyone's in agreement. <laughs> got three tens and no other successes, but six. You hear a voice booming back in you. Can I keep Edward or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's yours. He's, he's yours. yours. Yeah, sure. All yours. <laughs> oh yeah, do whatever you want with him. I'll drive him down to the cave for you if you want. No, uh, no, hang, hang on. Hang on. Please, you can you can take Edward. He'll be happy wherever you are, learning things about science, Edward. This new species you've discovered, Edward. Edward, come live in the sea with me, Edward. I, I can't breathe underwater. Then don't worry about that, Edward. We have means. Oh shit. Um. <laughs> don't don't worry, Edward. I'm sure she'll make you mutate like the bodies of a. Uh... Oh man, um, how could this ever end like this? This is just not, not right. And he's going to start violently rubbing his trouser legs together to, to try and generate some static. Edward, you scorn me. Terry's right. I'm better off without you. Yeah, 
You're better off without him. Yeah. And uh, the eye will drop Edward. And having been convinced uh, by Terry, the eye will, will slink away, uh, leaving you be. Um, just before that happens, um, Eddie will say, how, how do I get rid of this damn eye out of my arm? I'll always be with you, Eddie. Oh, God. Why don't we wrap this up by... I know we have a couple of rewrites left, and I we, would you like to use the one that you picked, Martin, which is starring a full cast wrap-up? I think that would be cool. So we fast forward a few days. Uh, once again, you're all hanging out at the rusty sardine bruises uh, behind the grill. You're all enjoying a meal uh, when two individuals in black suits come in, lock the door behind them, present themselves to you as members of a government agency called Fish. And they're going to need to get some stories from you. And we'll kind of pan to all of you with these fist agents and one by one, just you on screen. For the cinematic, all surviving characters must be gathered together and discuss in brief your experiences during the story and how they have changed. And uh, this is portrayal of the character rather than simply telling the other players. So it's as if you're being interviewed. And I imagine they each ask you exactly one question, tell me what happened, and you just start spewing things out about everything that happened. So if you want to briefly give for me a discussion of your experiences during the story and how they have changed. And we'll uh, start with our starring character, John. Well, uh, well, sirs, I uh, went out looking for a missing girl and we found out... Well, first we encountered a 25-foot wide eye. Um, That was... I'm not going to lie to you, sir. I thought it was communist at first, but turned out to be unrelated to anything else that was happening in town. Uh, it just ate electricity and had been eating some of our teenagers. But, you know, I mean, they go to make out points or my book that, well, that's taking their lives in their own hands. VDs, no no joke. No joke. Anyway, uh, turns out, drained all their life battery juice, uh, found a giant crab hand. We went... Uh, we examined the body of uh, the young missing lady, Betty. And, uh, well, sirs, I, uh, oh, I should mention, I am now Sheriff Kennedy. I got an impromptu promotion when it turned out the previous sheriff was also a crab. Turns out, actually, a lot of people in town were crab people. We did a bit of a purge, actually. <laughs> he just scratches his forearm. He's like, turns out, once you know the signs, pretty easy to spot. No soft, fleshy faces. Got carapace instead of cheeks. So you tap him with a stick, and if it makes a noise, that's how you know. If I'm honest, sir, this is an awful lot of responsibility, and I wouldn't mind uh, at least getting some additional training or perhaps a pay increase. We are running the mayoral election in two weeks, though, so there is that. Also, also, uh, forgot to say, big crab cook-off's coming up. It's an annual event. Uh, we now see why so many members of the town were against it, despite being a long-standing tradition. And how about you, sir? Now look over to Edward Stein. Oh, well, a lot's happened. Uh, yeah, I mean, it all started out, we were, I was trying to be a, a good citizen and uh, help out the local law enforcement, but it, it, it went terribly wrong. I mean, we ended up in a, well, I mean, look, 
just to, I, I'm I'm sure you've you've been told the story already, but uh, let's just say that I uh, I made some poor choices along the way, and uh, I don't know what the hell's happened to my accent. Let's uh, there we are. That's that's back again. Um, yeah, made some poor choices along the way. I mean, uh, I, I was just interested in the fame and the science, and I, I let the hubris uh, overtake me. I. Uh, I, I thought I could understand this thing or control it or at least kill it and dissect it, but uh, I've got a fucking eye in my arm now and I, I don't know how I'm going to get rid of it. I mean, I, I'm going to I'm gonna take my vows and, and, and join a monastery or something. I mean, I, I can't walk around like this. I'm a, I'm a freak. And what's your story, Masterson, is it? Yep. This time, Blake pulls out two flasks, sets them down. I was just trying to help. Thought there might be something going around kidnapping kids or something. Went looking. Found the kid. Tentacle things. Eyes. You know, someone's been keeping an eye on people around town. And they just sort of snort and down a, a swig of illegal whiskey. And we went to the power plant to find out what was happening. Turns out half the town was crab people. Put me right off seafood. Not gonna lie. Probably forever. If I never see another fish or crustacean, it'll be too soon. And, well, there was the big tentacle thing. And I think it was in love with him. But to be fair, I was slightly hungover, so it really could have been just that. But I'm, I think it was in love with him. And we killed the crab people, I think. What about you, Mr. Bruce? I hear we found your wife. Sure did. I wiped my hands on my apron, sat down and take out the hammer, take out a small stick that I also carry behind, uh, shoved into my belt. Hammer has seen you know a lot of use at this point. It's chipped and scratched and scarred. It's obviously uh, gotten a hell of a workout in the meantime. And I'm sorry, I'm this is just, it's a Northberry thing, but um, would you mind? And I pick up the stick and I uh, lean over and I just tap the cheeks of the... I, I know this is weird, I'm sorry, but it's just something we do now for everyone and of both of the uh, agents and make sure that there's no distinctive clicking hollow sound. Sir, you can rest assured that the Federation of Intelligent Sea Life and Humans doesn't employ crap people. You know, that's what that power plant said as well so we're just a little kid anyway yeah i came to town a few years ago my wife uh as you probably know went missing i decided i couldn't stop couldn't go anywhere else until i found her or figured out what happened there terrible town hated every minute of it just a bunch of yokels and and dumb terrible people but you know what i realized i was wrong maybe i was just going through it and they actually ain't so bad uh, when when the time was was ready, there were people there that had your back, and people there that went through went through hell. Well, I think I'm going to stop putting bleach in the chowder, and I think I might uh, stay at Northbury for a while because I really found something special here. I found a place to belong, and a place where you can count on count on your your peers and your neighbors, uh, the ones that haven't been purged because they're actually crab people. So. Yeah, it's not a bad place. 
we get a shot of the outside of the rusty sardine with the four of you and the two individuals from the Federation of Intelligence, Sea Life and Humans talking and the camera zooms out, pulls out from the shot and kind of pans over the city of Northbury and the credits roll on our film. Uh, so thank you all for joining us for They Came From Beneath the Sea from Onyx Path Publishing. The Eye of the Storm is actually a monster from the supplement Monsters of the Deep, which I have modified a little bit. Um, other than that, though, I hope you got a good uh, general overview of all the mechanics and fun that is to be had. And they came from the beneath the sea. And we'll see you next time for They Came From Beyond the Grave. Thank you.